Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 50 of the Lookout Podcast. I am Meals. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel Boy himself. And we are here. Episode 50. 50 episodes. Big time, (laughs) man. Big time. We really did it. Yeah. It's almost almost been two years since we started the Lookout Podcast. I know, right? It's been crazy. Next month will be two years. Um, We got 50 episodes down, covering of Dragon Ball, but now we're entering new territory. (laughs) I've been pressing you for this. I've been pressing listen, you. Listen, I'm not, I mean, you know, and, and once I saw the actual series itself, I just oh, yeah, knew it was yeah, a no-brainer. No, absolutely. But Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba, I mean, the series of all series, the anime of the year, according to the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Um, yeah. Which maybe we can talk about just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this series is one that has really kind of taken the entire anime world by storm and we'll talk about it a lot more when we get to the actual episode itself because you know it's just so it's so rich and textured and there's so many layers and there's so much mm-hmm. fights in the animation production we talked about it all through this entire thing but it's really just one of the best man and you know it's worthy of covering and i think you know i hope a lot more people grow into this anime because it's going to come back first of all the movie mm-hmm. I mean, that's really why we're getting this all out the way, right? So we have context for yeah, the movie that's eventually absolutely. coming out, so we can talk about that. But we also want just... to make sure you guys get put on now, you know, because it, it seems like this this story is gonna have you know some longevity out here. So, hey, man, watch more anime, watch Demon Slayer, because it, it, this is very good and it's the future. I feel. Um, without getting too much out of the way in terms of crunchy ant- roll anime wars, because we have not decided whether we're going to do an actual like. Yeah, full yeah, thing we, on we this. We can just discuss the Demon Slayer aspects. Well, so Demon Slayer, let's see. In terms of what they've won from this entire thing, I'm looking at all of the. Uh, I think it was what three awards. It, I think, yes. So three, it won yeah. best fight scene with Tanjiro and Nezuko versus Rui. Um, yeah. Can't wait to talk which, about that. Yeah, I mean, oh, <laughs> we can man. talk about that in a few weeks. Um, but by all means, I mean. It's the buildup of everything with this thing and just story and everything behind it. I mean, it's worth the competition. <laughs> I haven't seen much of else on this thing. Um, they have What's Attack that? on Titan season three, Levi okay. versus Beast Titan. They have Mob Psycho one hundred okay, season yeah, two, yeah. Mob versus Toyichiro. Yeah, um, that's a really good. F- you should watch Mob Psycho for real. Okay, so I'll, I'll put that on the list. They have yeah, Vinland yeah. Saga. Are you familiar with Vinland Saga? On what? Vinland Saga. It's just Vin, it's called Vinland Saga. The actual anime? Fin- no. Yes. It's just called Vinland Saga. Um, and then there is Fate, Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front, Babylonia. Um, I've never seen it personally. And final one is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, yeah, Emperor Crimson no versus Metallic. But I think, I mean, just looking at this entire list, I'm going to, most people have been telling me get to Mob Psycho 100. So I'm going to watch that because Mob Psycho 100 also won Best Animation over Demon mm-hmm. Slayer. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's got to be good. That tells you something, um, right? right? <laughs> it's got to be good. got to be good. Um, we also got um, Best Boy, Best Tanjiro Boy. Kamado. That Let's surprised go. me. Let's go. That surprised me. I would say that surprised me just from the fact that in terms of just a – in terms of all the boys from the series, I think there's so much more you could pick off of, and there's so much different other character traits. I yeah. wouldn't call Tanjiro the best boy in any anime that I've seen. He's a sweet um, boy, man. He's a great boy. Don't get me wrong. He's a great he boy. Stay, However, man. he's um 
you know, he's not the most, he has a great story behind him, but in terms of an actual character who's a boy, I feel like there is definitely, in most other animes I've seen, I think I've seen a lot more characters with a great personality style and, you know, mm-hmm. just more distinct. Um, but you know what? Props to Tanjiro. I was surprised that Nezuko didn't win Best Girl. I thought Nezuko had it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a wrap. I, I Honestly, I was... If it wasn't Nezuko, I, I would have chose Emma. I would have chose Emma. Yeah? Um, <laughs> yeah, from The Promised Neverland. She's kick-ass, I love ass, The Promised Neverland. Yeah, Emma's fire. Apparently, Carol and Tuesday is also a really great anime. I got to look into that. Because um, they got nominated for a lot of things here. Um, and then, of course, Anime of the Year... The nominees, Vinland Saga, The Promised Neverland, um, Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, Mob mm-hmm. Psycho Season 2, Carol and Tuesday, but the winner held above them all is Demon yeah. Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba. Yeah. And this was the one that they weren't going to lose. Yeah, they weren't going to lose this. Anime of the Year, you bet your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't, they weren't going to lose this, even if there is a better anime on that list right i mean as far as impact and what people are talking about and what people are really watching i mean demon slayer wasn't gonna lose that award um demon slayer eventually it kicked off with nine nominations it took home three awards which is the most out of anyone um tied with kayuga sama love is war Mm -hmm. um so it took home three awards can't say enough about that um the bag man the bag just got bigger Listen, the Demon Slayer, I mean, we're about to get into it right now, but I mean, it's the shit. I don't know what to say. It's really good. It's really good. It's really, really did good. You, when, when I first told you to watch, did you think I was like exaggerating? Because, no. you know, I get excited fairly, like, you know, but like, I just, I didn't want to exaggerate, but I was like, you need to watch this. No, I didn't think you were exaggerating. Um, I was more so... One of the reasons why I chose to watch it is because it was something current and I felt like I would be getting in on the ground floor of something as opposed to me not seeing something and having to try to figure it out 20 years later, like I'm about Mm -hmm. to do with all the other anime I'm about to watch. Right, right. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not getting on like the One Piece floor where it's like, you need to watch One Piece. It was like, put like 984 episodes. I will will never, ever, ever get into one piece and it's not because i'm uninterested i would i mean i'm never gonna i'm never gonna get there um naruto is another one that i haven't gotten into i think it was just like for me it just wasn't part of me at the time like it just was (laughs) i can't even say it wasn't part of me but it was just Mm -hmm. like i felt like i was legitimately past the entire dragon ball kid man yeah, so it, yeah, well, it, it was past nothing my mattered time. at that point. Like if you if it you were watching like, Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon or Gundam, like the Toonami run up, like you know, there was just certain things that you stuck to. Yeah, and it's legitimately like the whole like you either watch Keenan and Kel or you watch Drake and Josh. Like I never <laughs> watched Drake and Josh. Um, no, I mean same. But I love Keenan and Kel because that was my era. That was my that time. Was our time exactly. So. In terms of the whole Naruto thing, I always respect people who watch and enjoy Naruto. There's amazing Naruto pop-ups. Um, shout out to the people at Hypeland who um, came with yeah, that Hypeland amazing doing a bit. Call us. Um, Call up. So shout out to them. But yeah, it's a, you know, it just wasn't part of my time. But I look forward, you know, the Demon Slayer. It's in its first season. Um, I was 
getting into more anime because I know we were doing the show and I knew we were going to make this transition eventually. Um, but I wanted to get into more an- anime and might as well be part of the moment at this point. And then that also got me into the Promised Neverland. Um, what else did I have watched um, since before the season started? I watched um, Parasite per your recommendation. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Love Parasite. What else did I watch? I watched Fire Force. That's also a current one. Yeah, um, Fire Force is cool. Enough. It's yeah, okay. I, I'm not all the way bought in on it. I think we spoke on that. Yeah, um, neither am I. I kind of want neither you to fill I. out Tokyo Ghoul. I kind of keep mentioning it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tokyo Ghoul is a lot to take in because it, it's 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 horror anime. So mm. yeah, it's very very. I mean, you see, I mean, you see gore. I, gore is in anime, but. It this is gore, you know, like it's it's disgusting. I probably also going to I'm gonna check out Mob Psycho. I'm gonna see how that goes. Um I'm going to what's the other one? Black Clover. Everyone seems to be talking about it as well. Um I was thinking of getting into that. Um You watch Doctor Stone the, as well, right? I watched Doctor Stone, you're right. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Stone. Yeah. Very educational, but I've caught up with the manga. It gets <laughs> better. Van Mills texts me, said, it's all science, man. <laughs> yeah, this shit should be on PBS. But um, Right after Wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's still very good. Nonetheless, it gets way better. Like, it gets really, really better. Um, I kind of wish that it didn't separate into seasons because the first season, to me, the first set of episodes, to me, isn't that good. Um, and then we've also had season four of My Hero Academia, which is, I don't think it's been, in terms of if I had to rank all the seasons, I'd probably put it second to last. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think it didn't have as much of a buildup as, this is one of 100%, in my opinion, a transitional season. Right. Um, things happen, but none of them have major st- too much major stakes leading into what eventually happened, which is right, like, right. oh my god, um, the stuff you were telling me about in the manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, to me, this is a transitional season. Um, so I watched that. What else did I watch? I feel like I watched something else. Um, I've been I'm One Punch Man, um, season two. I mean, I but that was last year, so it is what it is. Right, um. Right. Um, but I caught up with One Punch Man in the manga. They're doing some weird shit right now. Uh, I think I could skip a few weeks on reading. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, but Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba. I look forward every week re- revisiting this because this is my first time revisiting it. So I get to look at it from a different lens um, and kind of appreciate a lot more about the things that are going to happen and the characters that we get involved with. Um, sir, are you ready to start this? Yeah, man, I'm ready to get it, man. You already know. I've been, I've been waiting for this. We will begin everything. Demon Slayer Season 1 coming up next on The Lookout. We are back. We are yeah. here. It is a brand new era of The Lookout. Yeah. And this is feel, this feels era. different. This feels, feels different, Jeff. It feels, it feels how, it, how it's supposed to feel. I just feel like we had to go through this transition to, to get here for real. 
so it's it's a different stage. It's a new challenge. Let me say that. I wouldn't say different stage. It's a new challenge covering yeah. completely a new anime in long form, especially a new anime. But we are here, and we are going to give you the first season of Demon Slayer. Quite honestly, one of the most popular <laughs> animes, one of the most popular mangas currently, period. Yeah. End of story. But um, if you're not into Demon Slayer, let's say this. Demon Slayer is a actual story, or a, rather, it was a manga that came out in February of 2016. First, you know, kind of got out there. It really didn't gain any popularity or re- really major popularity, I would say, until 2019 when the yeah. anime adaptation was released to the world. Um, shout out to the production studio, UFO Table. See how UFO we did that? Table. <laughs> UFO Table. Shout out. We need some merch from UFO Table because this is a this is like me and if I'm sure if me and Mills could have made this happen, you know, sooner we would have. But you know, we've talked about this series amongst ourselves. It's, it's only within the first season, but we we talk about it a good bit, and it was important for us to finally get to this moment for sure. But shout out UFO 100%, Table. One hundred percent, bro. Shout out to UFO Table. So yeah. UFO Table, the production studio that came out with the anime, and the anime I think completely sent this into the moon, the stars, yeah. everything. Man, it was out of here. It. We got it. Once North America gets something, you already know how it go down. Like we we turn things to a fad really quick, and I don't mean yeah, that in man. a bad way. It's just like you know, with social media and everything, it did have like this fad energy. I think a lot of us probably saw it visually first. Like you know, oh, yeah, I, I saw pictures on social media, and I was like, "This is gorgeous." You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it looks great. And again, you just do your research and. Voila. I mean, was that kind of how you first got on a Demon Slayer? Like, just yeah. by seeing things on social media and it catching your eye? Because visually, yeah. it is 100% stunning. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. we've talked about it before, just briefly on the podcast and, you know, several instances. But visually, and the way the direction is, shout out to UFO <laughs> Table once again. But man, they have kind of put their entire foot into this. It's 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 kind of like a modern take on like old school animation, but with a lot of CGI yeah. into it. I feel like and a lot know, of like great drawn stuff too. Oh yeah, no, I, I remember you know when we got the 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 super the Brawly movie, and they have those kind of half CGI anime scenes. It's like Demon Slayer works with that shit a good bit, but they just they do it so like it doesn't look. Uh, it's just it's not. Flawed. It doesn't look wild. Yeah, yeah like not it, to the point where it's like so video funny. games, like in the super movie, <laughs> right? Like, like it, it makes it makes a lot of sense the way that they perform it on this, and it's just like the show itself. Uh, it's a, it's a very emotional, you know, it's emotional early on. Um, it has good moments. I think it, it's a it's a great blend. They don't they don't like they don't hold back at all as far as like visually on, on no episodes. You know, we discussed before like some animes kind of take days off when it comes to, you know, if you got 30 episodes that you're working on and then you may have another uh, uh another creator doing a different episode and it just looks different. It happens a good bit with Dragon Ball Z, you know. I there's no there's no days off on this thing. I was made very very aware of an anime that does that really really terrible um uh, what's that? animation shout out to shout out to first of all shout out to jason who is in our lookout discord uh he said that the anime seven deadly sins apparently um has some of the (laughs) crappiest animation (laughs) yeah Um, days off man i'm telling you it happens it happens and like i love going through something and it's consistent visually every episode even if you get to a uh you know um, a filler 
You know, it's still mm-hmm. consistently drawn beautifully and you don't have to worry about just looking at something stupid. 100%, man. Um, the first time I got on sort of Demon Slayer, I, I mean, obviously it was from you because you yeah. couldn't just, you were just gushing about I couldn't, it. Yeah, I could. Um, I need to talk to somebody else about it. <laughs> I was like, you have to watch this. Please. And I was in between. Actually, I mean, it was early. It was some, obviously sometime last year where I'm just trying to like figure out more animes to watch. And, you know, I kind of want to be. Here's the thing I know I have a lot of classics to still go back and look at. Um, I still have so much things to kind of like revisit and actually, you know, understand that. But I think it's also one thing to be part of the current conversation as well. And I've, you know, I've decided. In various instances, everything that's pretty much on Toonami, I've kind of seen, except probably yeah. like Black Clover and maybe mm-hmm. Food Wars. Um, but Demon Slayer, and first of all, the anticipation for it to come into Toonami, I still don't like their slot for it. It's one thirty in the morning. You guys gotta chill. It is too important. Yeah. It is too, it is too popular of an anime and too popular of a manga to be stuck at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> no, I mean I'm tired. I agree. I think that also probably has something to do with this lack of places to place things like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I mean, they're not going to put it on Cartoon Network per se. So right. well, it, it's on Cartoon Network, but you know what I mean? It's a, it's a tsunami uh, presentation. And I just feel like because of where they're laid at, I mean, yeah, it should be one of the first things to come on. Quite honestly, I think <laughs> you the know? first thing to come on now is obviously my hero, but my I, I think it's because I my hero that. now has so much um has so much stock with american audiences now they released a movie last year did really really well yeah demon slayer Um, hasn't quite gotten and it's it's extremely popular but it's it's from like a it's like a surface level social media craze level you know i don't i don't know how much like i don't see a lot of uh demon slayer merch yet and stuff like that you know like we're not quite there yet but it's i feel like i don't think so very close though it's getting there in terms of just Demon Slayer itself, I mean, we've talked about it, the reception towards it. The manga initially, at the beginning of last year, had only sold 3.5 million copies worldwide. At the end of last year, it had sold 25 million copies worldwide. According to Oricon, which pretty much covers the sales for all manga from November 19th, 2018 to November 17, 2019, Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba, 12 million copies. It was the best-selling manga by a series in Japan in 2019. It's outsold One Piece. It outsold That's The great. Promised Neverland. It outsold yeah. My Hero Academia by more than double the amount. It's just Attack on Titan <clears throat> tripled the amount. Like it's it it's obviously one of the most popular animes or mangas or anything like that. And I think it's I mean, if you read the manga, you kind of get a taste of that because the manga, yeah. I mean, we're only talking about the first season of this thing, but it get it goes so much deeper and it gets so much better as we go it's, on. It's one of those things like because if you're only keeping up with the anime, the anime, uh the manga if you decide to go for it with it, it's great because you see how much it expands. Like you already can kind of watch this first season and like see where they're going with it and what more things are, are going to be announced for it. But you really got, I mean, reading it is like, it's really good. And actually, you know, I'm caught up to the bangle right now, but in terms of that, it gives so much context to like actually the things that happened in the first episode, mm-hmm. because you read the manga. I think what the series Demon Slayer kind of does, um, 
what's so well is that it gives a lot of context to things and it, it, it makes sure to give context. Even if you're a villain, you're, you're a good guy or a bad guy, you get the time you, you deserve to get some. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. We, I mean, I, I it needs protagonists and antagonists. I feel like going forward in general need is we need just as much information about both. You know, right. I, I really do. I, I feel like you can get drawn to a villain just as good, just as much as you can get drawn to a hero. Um, and it's important, especially when you want to like push your product to the next level, aka you know merchandise and shit like that. Of course, they've got the movie coming up in 2020. If you're looking forward to anything, Demon Slayer 2020. So we're obviously we're trying to get through the season. Hopefully, before the movie comes out, they haven't really announced a date, but yeah. I think you know we'll get there. And and once we do, we'll hopefully you'll have listened and you've get all the context and stuff like that, so we can become excited for this like we did with the Dragon Ball Super yeah. movie. Right? See, here's what I want, right? I don't want to date until like, I prefer the movie to come out and then they like start season two like right like right after. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want right. to like, that's that's what I'm hoping that they're going for. Maybe that's why they haven't gave us an actual release date yet. You know what? We'll get to that potentially as we get towards the end of this entire season. We'll get to maybe much more of the movie talk because the movie definitely, definitely. is depending yeah, on yeah, the yeah. stuff that ends yeah. the season. Um, it is actually, I think the movie is the adaptation of the following arc. If the if the if the weekly TV show looked this good, the the movie's got to look. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Shit. Oh my god, but let's get to the actual anime that itself. Yeah. Um we are talking about in this episode, um episode 1 and 2 of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. I personally, you know what, from here on out, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm just going to be saying Demon Slayer. Nah, I know they are very hardcore we fans. I knew we were going to get to that point, but you, you guys we ha- you have to understand. This is how we're going to do it. This is Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> 100%. I'm sure there'll be definitely those fans who are like oh, god you demon slayer buffs it's kometsu no yaiba gosh but you know what i'm not gonna say that because there's way too many syllables and demon slayer just kind of rolls off the tongue um we we, we're we're doing this for y'all it's okay but i mean i i remember texting you about this when i first saw the first episode and i was just like what an intro to the series (laughs) yeah what an uh, introduction the, the episode that that episode overall it is Okay, so it's it's beautiful. You know, let's go ahead and get that one. We we're gonna keep we're gonna hit that a lot uh, talking about mm-hmm. this uh, this anime. But it is it, episode one is very beautiful. I think that the dialogue is extremely underrated. Um, like it just it seems right. I know it, it's still it's very like outlandish and it's an anime, of course, um, and it's dramatic. But they do a very good job with dialogue. I think the music is beautiful. Um, I mean they. To me, when you when you want to get into an anime, I feel like episode one is usually like not the one, right? Like right. I feel like it does take some time, um, but I'm I'm locked in as soon as the end of this episode. Like when this episode ends, if you're not paying attention to it, then you know I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about it. It is incredibly gripping from the moment, and I think there is a major quote that kind of um, in that first episode, if you watch the dub, that kind of retells. It pretty much gives the full explanation about everything that's going on and what goes on from here on out, and it just tells a whole story. Um, the quote is, and it comes from um, the 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 main character, the protagonist Tanjiro, um, who says, "Life can change as sudden as the weather; it shifts and moves on." And the sun, kind, sun can't shine forever. And the yeah. snow has to stop at some point, 
but whatever happens when happiness is destroyed at some point, it's always followed by the smell of blood. Period. And from there on out, you kind of get the sinking feeling because the episode starts off, it kind of starts off this very like hunky dory. It is Tanjiro who seems to be kind of like, I mean, the strong male presence in this family, considering that the father has died. It doesn't really say, you know, how it happened or where it happened or who, what it happened. Not yet, at least. Right. But we do know that the father has died and everyone's kind of looking up to Tanjiro, who's really kind of um, Tanjiro, who is really taking the reins, even as a 13 year old kid, right. He's taking the reins as this, person who provides for his family like his yeah. mother has he's, to he's watch over the like, for sure yeah because his mom has to watch over like the umpteen children that they have I was yeah, like oh yeah. my god these guys there was more what is it like like two sisters and three brothers yeah or something along those lines like it's 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 a lot of kids to take care of so he goes into the he goes into the village he sells coal he sells all the other things to really kind of provide for the family he's popular um yeah and he's popular that's one too. thing that like, I everyone kind of knows him that first that first uh you know the clip where he goes into town with the with the coal um mm-hmm. you know they already had presented things that he had done before the series started so right you know, a modest gentleman kind of unassuming to an aspect, but still kind yeah. of really does things to sort of help his neighborhood and things like that. Overall, Tanjiro Kamado, very great guy, as you would tell from the first episode. <laughs> but then they kind of leak in this little thing. Um, as he's trying to go back to his family, it's dark out there. Like, listen, you can't... One of the village people, not the actual village people, but one of the people who was just like, yo, you can't go back. Are you crazy? You're trying to walk through the forest. There are demons out there. And we're like yeah. demons. And for me, like if you watch anime, demons are a thing. <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're out there. guys. <laughs> yeah. Demons are a thing. If you watch promise, Neverland, demons are a thing. If you watch fire force. Demons are a thing. If you Dragon watch, Ball. I'm sure dragon ball, demons <laughs> are a thing. Shout out to the demon King Piccolo. Shout out to him. Um, but they're just a thing. They're just a thing that happens. You just have to deal with it. Um, but demons will always be the main antagonist in every sort of... Yeah. Well, uh, until you reach my promise, Neverland. Pretty far into it. Um, however, the promise, Neverland. However, um, he tells them a little bit about demons, that demons go out and they feed on, you know, people and stuff like that. And actually, it's dangerous. And it's the demon slayers who come out and have to kind of protect us from now and then. Because... Tanjiro's like, well, wait, why don't they just come in our I'm house? Saying, and like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like hey, you out here. here. Well, I mean, and yeah. and dude, he called him, I think he called him grandpa, but he's not really his grandfather. But nah, it was one of those things where I think it was a respect thing. But yeah, he was like, why don't, why, you know, can demons come into your house? Would they come into your house? And he said, yeah, they would. <laughs> they would come in, but that's that's a crazy way to live. You know, already, yeah. like, you see the stakes that are involved with these people. It is it is wild that it's gone so far. And, you know, I think what this all leads up to, because all of this is, I mean, it's the most unassuming, it's the most hunky-dory, it's the most, like, very quaint first, I would say, maybe seven, six, seven minutes to an episode. Because you mm-hmm. kind of get like, oh, even in, you know, you watch the dub, and I'm, I'm speaking from the dub side, they have this kind of, like, this music that's kind of, like, very calm. It's very, like, you know... uh very like white picket fence you know grass is incredibly green all these type of things and that sort of reality but then as tanjiro leaves the house and he shows up 
you know, in the morning he smells the smell of blood and he goes and he sees that his entire family has been slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> funny, but like <laughs> I'm laughing because when I first got to the it was what I was I mean they kind of I don't want to say I wasn't anticipating because it is an anime and it is about demons and you did get that dialogue about what they do right before that but it's just I wasn't expecting to see it so visually uh, and how awful it was and they did a really good job showing Tanjiro's emotion to that yeah because I mean he is taken completely by shock this is a person who kind of I mean I wouldn't say this I don't know if this is the first time he's ever heard about demons but this is the first like it's legitimately the night after he hears about what demons actually do and He's just like, nah, everyone, everyone's going to be fine. Like, it's not even he, he tried to go back into, you know, try to go back into force. And he was like, no, everything's going to be fine. Like, it doesn't even matter. And then he shows up in the, you know, in the cold of winter, the winter of discontent. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the entire visual aspect to this adds another layer of it, too, because it's, it's cold. It's um, there's no like the whiteness of it all. And I say the whiteness of the snow kind of adds like a purity to it all. Um, just by seeing just all these white visuals and stuff like that, because it's just the the snow looks calming, all things look calming, but then you see like the snow, and now everything is kind of stained red, and it's dark, yeah. and everything is plunged into darkness a little bit. And he's looking, he looks in, you know, he sees um Nezuko on the outside, completely slain out, and then he looks on the inside, and it's even worse because yes, dude, it's even worse, bro. And, and his brother, and the blood just is is. There's a lot of blood. Yeah. It's all the walls. One thing about it, I feel like, which exactly what you're saying, all we've seen was white since since the episode started. Yeah. Snow, that's it. So when they get to this scene, it's so it's so traumatic. I mean, because there's the the red, even the shadows within the house. I mean, you there's Mm -hmm. blood everywhere, walls, doors. I mean, it's clearly something that was like they wanted you to see how awful uh, demons were. Right. And it, they wanted to tell you off the bat, which is kind of, I think it's great storytelling. And I think it's also just a great moment to kind of kick off the series. You know, as gruesome as it is, this is the moment where you kind of like figure it out, like to, to really understand how real this is. And they mm-hmm. don't waste any time showing you how real this is. Some you mangas, have to, man. You have to. I feel like. Especially, in two, I, I like, think even in this day and age now, you have to. Because, yeah, because you may not get you may you have to get attached quick to and and also you don't want this the stakes to look stupid, right? Like the things that he goes through after this point to get to right. where he's going, they have to make sense. Like why would somebody right. put their life on the line? Why would somebody risk this much stress, this their livelihood, whatever? Well, now you know off the bat why. <laughs> so here's what I've garnered from that entire scene. And this comes with context of reading so much that has happened after it. I think when we get to a lot more characters that are introduced in the show and a lot more characters that are introduced in the manga, um, you get a lot of the same similar backstories of the things that happened to Tanjiro here. You get my family, traumatic experience. This is why I became a demon slayer. This is why I became a demon. This is why it's an entire kind of like, you know, fucked up domino effect that leads to a major shift in people's lives. And I go back to the quote that says, you know, 
life life can change as sudden as the weather it shifts and it moves on and the sun can't shine forever um it's a it, it's a recurring thing that happens throughout the entire series everybody every character has a similar backstory has a similar up-and-coming story to this where they've gone through some sort of traumatic experience and has greatly shifted their outlook on life and also has either you know made them a demon or have them opposed to demons and Tanjiro is currently experiencing that. And you know what's weird is um as of this point, and I would say, you know, just because, you know, of the time we're currently recording this, but as of this point, we don't actually see the actual events that take place. No. And in in an ep- I say that in episode two, you actually see the demon inside of a house slaughtering the person who is in the house. But we never right. actually get the backstory on the demon that goes in. I mean, you get the backstory, but we never actually get the visual, the clip, the panels, anything of the demons actually going inside the house and what is the verbal exchange and what is this and how does Nezuko eventually uh, yeah. become? How did she? How does she survive this situation? Right. How does she survive the demon? How does she get demon blood inside of her and all this other things like that? You never actually see that. So it's kind of weird to actually, you know, I'm assuming they're saving this for a bigger time, moment, right? Yeah, right, for a right. bigger moment. But you don't you don't actually get to see these moments. But um, moving back to the actual series itself, I mean, Tanjiro is completely scarred from this entire thing. But he sees that Nezuko is pretty much the only one who survived this entire thing. And she's only survived by just being the warmest body there is what yeah. he um, comes to the That's conclusion of. So he, he he's trying to bring her down this hill and he's like he's racing with her in a on his back and all these other things like that he's racing down an icy mountain it's incredibly crazy um but she has now become a demon yeah um yeah. herself she's wilding out on this nigga's back right now yeah she's a she has become a demon in herself and it's kind of crazy because demons i mean if you learn everything from demons demons be, become stronger throughout this entire series by um pretty much eating humans um, that's why they're demon slayers to kind of prevent that from happening. Um, so at this point in the series, Nezuko is trying to, you know, is trying to harm, trying to hurt Tanjiro. And it's crazy. Cause she like grows like fucking huge <laughs> like her muscles. And she like her back becomes bigger. Her legs become bigger. Like she just becomes a much larger person in general and trying to do this. And I'm surprised that he can kind of fend her off, but he doesn't until, you know, they are interrupted by a demon slayer named Gil. And yeah. we don't know much about Gil at this point, other than obviously he's a demon slayer. He has a katana. It is fucking it's fire. The, the, the fittest heart. Everything, everything it, about this. Like, honestly, I need, you know me, I needed one of these characters. Like, <laughs> I, I needed one of them, bro. And, and the fact that they went with him as far as when we, you know, we'll talk about pillars and shit like that later but you know like the look is just hard the way that he speaks the way he carries himself that is the type of stuff that you know brings me interest when you know you want to start developing uh you know a sense of feeling for specific characters right and it's very interesting how this is the first kind of you know we talk about later but the pillars um that he sees um because I think any of the other pillars, and once again, we're skipping way above, oh, yeah, any yeah. of the other pillars would have completely ended Nezuko. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she would have been finished. 
yeah, she would have been finished immediately. But it's this person who, where Tanjiro is able to tap into his sense of compassion because Tanjiro, I think Giyu completely understands the reality that Tanjiro is going through. And I yeah. think, you know, we explained that a little bit. Everyone has gone through their own traumatic experiences, whether it's family or something that have been affected by demons. And Giyu mm-hmm. is no different than that. Um, but everybody, yeah. he's pleading he with him. His, he went through his own little phase of, you know, talking to him about if maybe if I would have got here sooner, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like, you know, so he definitely, he feels something. Right, 100%. Um, So he's pleading with him because he's just like, yo, at this point, this is the only family that I have left. My entire family was murdered. Like, you know, little boys, little girls, my mom, my dad, who wasn't even there, but he's he's no longer with us. This is the only family that I have. And I think you notice the compact. I think a lot of what Tanjiro's um, character, um, Tanjiro's character it's come from at least up to this point, you know, at this point of the episode has all been because of the family, right? Like the family mm-hmm. bonds and the things that drive him and all these other stuff. And he doesn't want to necessarily let that go. He even goes as much down as to pray and beg and beg and plead and be like, yo, I please don't do this. Um, and you, you know, says, I don't like that. Shit, yeah. Nah, he's just like, no, this is weak. You don't beg for forgiveness in a battle. I could end her right now. I could end you right now. Um, he's giving he's giving great advice in the sense of what he knows. He he at that point he probably knows what he's about to go through. You know what I'm right. saying? Like this whole situation at at this point, it's like, hey, you're giving yourself up right now. If I wanted to murder you, I could murder you right now. So they have a little battle, and I love the battle of aspect of it because it's not, it's obviously a one sided battle. Like, once again, Giyu could end everyone's life in an instant. Like, especially when we see the full breadth of um, what they've got going on in the arsenal that they have. Um, but Giyu is impressed by Tenjiro in this brief little battle because at some ins at an instant, he throws a rock at him. Um, at the same time, charges at him. And obviously, you know, Gyu knocks Tanjiro up. He's, he's surprised because now this hatchet is coming hurling at him. And I guess <laughs> Tanjiro did some cool and one shit. Like, where yeah. he had, like, he threw he, it like, up in the air. He threw the axe, put his hand behind his behind him so you couldn't see what he was holding. I just slid <laughs> it under the jersey, rolled <laughs> it around his waist, yeah, and threw it yeah. up in the air. It came down, you know. He almost got ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I, I he think he, almost, he hit him with the butt of his sword and knocked him down uh, to the ground after, or, you know, before anything. But man, mm-hmm. it was a smart play, man. I mean, it's a smart play. It's enough to impress him, and I think from that impression, at least, we get um, that he's taking interest with him, and he's like, "Yo, this kid, maybe he has what it takes to become a demon slayer." But at this point, he's also the only one and and we see this moment right here he becomes the only one who can kind of restrain Nezuko and while Nezuko is going a little bit berserk in this action and um she eventually calms down and she eventually cools off and you know we finally get he muzzles her in a sense you get that yeah. cool little muzzle thing that has just become so iconic now yeah it's part of look it's uh so iconic with the character i mean even just to look at you know Tanjiro itself. I mean, the 
the the check the checker the green checkered um fit is now also just so synonymous with him and yeah, yeah. the muzzle is so synonymous with Nezuko and it's crazy because oh it's kind of like overnight right they become these this this phenomenon and you can easily spot out all the cosplay and all these other stuff like that but i mean oh, yeah. i think this first episode had a lot to do with it and this first episode the first episode of demon slayer is one of the best i think first episodes of an anime that i've ever seen yeah it's 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 extremely good dude it it's a uh, it's concise it's to the point you get all the information that you need you get you see a slew of characters where there are some that it tells the story of the characters the protagonists you get a taste of the antagonist you get a lingering taste of the antagonist to come as Tanjiro is now on this journey to find out who murdered his family. Yeah. Um, and, of, and you begin to learn about the steps that it becomes, you know, to be a demon slayer as you at the end of the first episode is like, listen, I'm going to give you at the, at the bottom of the mountain. I want you to go find Takonji Uraki, And I'm pretty sure I butchered that name. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's okay, man. If so, Takonji, and I want you to find him, and I want you to train with them because yeah. I think it'll be best for you at this point. And um, you know, it's a—I mean, that's the end of the first episode, and to me, it's like such a incredible. <clears throat> just, I'm really glad that episode. Got, I'm really glad that there was a taste of like battle structure and how it was going mm-hmm. to look and how it was going to feel. Even though, yeah, like you said, it was a one-sided situation, but there was enough uh, back-to-back combat, even with Nezuko and Giru, it, you know, their little quick. I, I just, I like to see how things are going to look cut throughout right. the series, and that was a nice preview of it as well. And even the visual effects, right? Like, mm-hmm. as light as they are, and trust me, this is child's play in terms of what comes <laughs> up afterwards, because, yeah. whew. When we get to these episodes with the bottom moons and all these other stuff like that, like we're going yeah. to see how far they actually take this entire thing. But it's my man just, you know, buried his whole family. Man, he had a what? A, what a shitty morning that was. Terrible man, day. Man Vegeta's up. worst day ever. <laughs> Tanjiro's worst day ever. Went back to the crib. His family dead. Sees his sister still alive, takes her. She turns into a demon, beats his ass a little bit. Then he runs into a true demon slayer, gets beat up by him a little bit, gets knocked out, and then has to go back and bury his family. The burying the family is the. It's like, wow. Next to his sister, who, I, I mean, at this point, we don't know if she feels anything of this situation, but. You know, it's just like, man, what an awful and and that and that right there is like the stuff that that's how I get attached to characters because you know the things that he's he goes through that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make him and you know if somebody is purposely op like you want a reason like I feel like remember when remember when like we first got like a real taste of Jaren and like how yeah. good he was and like why is he so good <laughs> like there's just you know you need that it's like as viewers we need that resolve. You know, 100%. And, and, and episode one gives us that resolve. Like, OK, I see exactly what the fuck he's fighting for. It's real. And I and I can appreciate it. Episode two kind of follows a similar format, but I do think it's now it's 
instead of the experience being, I mean, don't get me wrong, still Tanjiro's experience, but he kind of gets to see it all fully in action for himself. I think this is his first combat against a demon. He's not a demon slayer yet, but he comes up in a very reality that he could have essentially had, had he, um, actually decided to trek that mountain in the first episode because he's walking around at night. He's walking around with Nezuko in a giant, you know, sort of bamboo, um, I don't know, backpack? Uh, <laughs> just a casing. Basket, basket. Let's it's a basket. It's like a laundry basket. She's, <laughs> she's basket. We learn a couple things in the first thing, you know, first view. First of all, they can't stand the sun, so they cannot be out in the sun. Um, so that's why Nezuko is completely afraid to come outside. So shit we um yeah yeah it is but it also make i don't know it makes sense i don't oh, know oh yeah no it definitely makes sense i mean it, they're demons um, and if they can walk around during the daylight then this series this wouldn't be a series <laughs> <laughs> um so essentially i mean the second episode has Tanjiro kind of introduced his first real true battle with another demon. And he walks into a family completely being slaughtered. Like it's, it's, a, it's a very triggering effect. He only has that hatchet that he had from the first episode. Um, and you know, the bloodlust that Nezuko has from that point, she's seeing all these bodies, all the blood and all the bodies, and she's like satiating and salivating yeah. at the mouth. And it's easy go eat. Yeah, yeah it, it could easily be a turning point because um, it's up to Tanjiro, at least from the first episode, he was like, it's your responsibility to make sure that she never eats a human. And it's kind of, you know, it's uh, reiterated at the end, or at the, well, maybe the middle of this episode with Sukonji. But when they ask, like, essentially, what are you going to do if she decides to eat a human? You will have to kill her. Just know that her. you will ha- got to kill her. So it's like an unspoken deal that he took, uh, letting her, you know, dip right. off with him. Right. Um, so Tanjiro, he's going up against this demon. Demon probably pretty much laying into him. Like it's not even a thing. Um, did, and the Nezuko did, comes up. He did, he did cut his throat a little bit with the hatchet one time, which yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I see you <laughs> 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 I'm like, damn, man, you you really about it already. Yeah, but the, Demon was like, yo, that's light. Yeah, um, yeah, he ate that shit. Yeah, he was just like, yo, I regenerate right now. Like, you gotta cut my whole head off. You can't just slice my neck a little bit. Um, and then Nezuko comes. Whew, the punt. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she kicks his head clean, head clean off. Punts his head off, and it's really up to this. It's really in this instant you kind of see what side that Nezuko's on. She's even. She's. She could have at this point gone in, ate the humans, grown yeah. stronger. Probably it turned on Tanjiro at this point. All this other. But she realizes how important family is as well. And she realizes that they're both family as well. And it's kind of this moment you kind of see where Nezuko really lies. And she kind of lies through this entire thing in this entire series. Um, she has certain points, don't get me wrong, where she's uh, she's uh, tempted and things. And her demon instincts kind of like take over. But ultimately, she's on the side. She is uh, just almost as much of a protagonist as Tanjiro is at this yeah, point because yeah, she's yeah. the one who helping slay the demons um as a demon and it's 100% crazy um Tanjiro and Nezuko managed to kind of overpower the demon for you know 
at some point. They cut the head off. The head grows arms, which is wild. Um, Tanjiro headbutts him. Crazy. Apparently, apparently, he has like his skull is rock hard. It, it is the hardest apparently that's ever been. Um, but they managed to subdue the demon, and he gets to this point where he's like, "Yo, you've got to kill him." But he can't find this. He just can't find the resolve to kill the demon. Like he just can't find it, to kill anybody of that aspect. And this gentleman with a mask is behind him, and we learn that it's Sakonji Urokodaki. Um, I nailed that. Um, <laughs> that, was, that sounded legit. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Straight off the um, <laughs> that's what it sounded like, bro. I was like, damn. Oh my god. Um, the sun comes up before he can actually kill him, and the demon just disintegrates in air. And he realizes he's come for the first. It's the first time he's realizing that yo, like, the sun is their worst enemy. Where's Nesco? And Nesco's like hiding in the house because she's like, yo. Y'all ain't tell me about this. Right. This sunlight stuff. Um he meets the Konji, um, the trainer, who is, as any trainer, stern, old yeah. man, Quiet. tough. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, for me to teach you, you have to That's be true. earned. You know, we're not just giving out demon slayer cards to everybody. Like you gotta earn this. It's um, the, it's the it's the, the the typical hey. Go risk your life by doing some outlandish training, and I'll put you on. <laughs> if you can live, then I will train you to become a demon slayer. That's it. I mean, ultimately, like, stay alive. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what it is. I think he takes Nezuko. Um, um, or does he travel down the mountain with Nezuko? No, he takes Nezuko no, he away. He's, yeah, he, dude is, dude, he, he's a good guy. He's clearly yeah. a good man. He is, he takes Nezuko away and he's like, Listen, you gotta reach his force and once you reach down the hill, um then, you know, if you make it, then he'll train you. But it's you know, it's completely booby trapped. There's like logs coming out of nowhere, um, spikes probably coming out of nowhere. Um, I'm surprised there aren't anybody else who's trying to attack him. But he makes it down the hill. He does. By virtue of um by virtue of just being as resourceful and being as what's the what's the best word that I can say this? Um he is the most gosh what's a great word to explain Tanjiro? Um he's um he I mean he ta- he he's uses, resourceful. He's, he's clever. He ta- he, the things that he has, he, he uses his resources fairly well. He's got natural prowess. Which isn't yeah. something which I think is what eventually sets him apart from the rest of the other, you know, Definitely. people training to become Demon Slayer because he's got this natural prowess. It's along with his incredible sense of smell, which seems to just just while how he smells things. Um along with that, he's got this incredibly natural prowess where he moves, he understands, he understands his body, he understands the locations of things, and while it's not as um tight as it could probably be um, you know, I'm sure the training with Taino. Yeah, he has major potential. He has major potential. Um, the second episodes end with you know Sakonji pretty much saying like, "Listen, I'm gonna train you," um, and that is going to be that. And 
you I mean in these first two episodes we kind of get the entire gist of what Demon Slayer is about from yeah. both the end of the backstory of the protagonist Tanjiro and Nezuko um, to what they're essentially doing which is slaying demons and you get to re- see the full threat of a demon in the second episode really and and what it's going to actually take from a person to become a demon slayer and become a person who slays demons because honestly if, if you don't kill these demons these demons will 100% kill you and your family and you've experienced that before so you don't really want to go through that sort of experience again um what's the i mean it's a great anime <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't know what else to say. I think I think that you know, just starting off from starting off from here, and like you know, if you've seen, the, I'm sure of a lot of people who listen to this have probably seen the series, but if you haven't, you know, you just got to know that it it has that thing where you just know you're watching something special. You know, like you're gonna look back in three, four years, and this thing's gonna be three, four seasons in, and you're just gonna be wanting more and more. I think Tandro has. Uh, his character in general, including Nezuko, they have the capabilities to be extremely pop <laughs> um, when it comes to, uh, you know, just being popular in North America and, and how we spread things, like I said before, and not just them. I think the other characters that are going to get introduced uh, later on as we move forward with the show are very easy to market, you know, like yeah, I, I, they're I just very I, distinct. Yes. Um, yes. The series in general is very easy to market and, I think it's important that if you uh, support any kind of anime, this one or anything new, The Promised Neverland is another really good one that's coming up. You know, support it because it's it's just it's good for us. I think that the, the Dragon Ball Super movie and the, the things that we we're starting to see, maybe these animes get into movie theaters more often, and like that's what we need because these are really great stories. Um, and if you believe in it, hang on to that shit and push it because yeah. Like you said, this anime, I mean, we only have one season as far as seeing it visually. The the books after where we are so far are very good. Um, so I, I assume that they're going to keep, you know, doing the right things. But what they've given us with this first season, uh, visually, story-wise, character development, it's everything that you would want if you're into anime. Very well said, my friend. Um, with that said, we are done with our, I guess our first recap of Demon Slayer like wow I can't believe you know moving on from Dragon Ball Z I thought yeah. this would be kind of harder <laughs> but here we are yeah yeah we're um, good we're good at this we're, we're good at this thing, entire thing and, and, and Dragon Ball Dragon Ball will be coming back it's just oh yeah we need you know, to get away from we, we're just experiencing completely new things um, if you love hearing this and you would continue to like hearing this on a weekly basis I mean make sure you follow the lookout we're on our own feed now so we're on our own feed separate to the rnc radio feed you can still follow rnc radio live to figure out all the haps on everything that's going on here um but we have our own feed now we have our own feed we will be featured alongside big eyes which you can listen to on a weekly podcast that is hosted by the homie jamal who's going over all the weekly manga that is dropping over the past couple of weeks. I mean, he covers everything. He comes Steven Slayer, My Hero Academia. Um, what's the new one that he covered? Not, it's not new, but it was new to me. Gosh, I can't remember the name, but he pretty much ev- everything under the sun. Um, you can bank on if it's a popular manga, if it's something that you maybe want to get introduced to, you're definitely going to want to listen to this podcast. Um, 
we'll also be joined by Mount Silver. Haha. Also hosted by yours truly and Platinum Chanel Boy himself and the, you know, just Pat, just just the God, you know? Um True legend. Which you you can you'll get a lot more episodes coming up, you know, in quite some time. Trust me. We we've got some stuff planned, especially with the new games coming out. Um so you're gonna want to listen to that as well. And you who knows? I mean, if you're interested, if you feel like you have a voice and you have an, a voice that you want to speak at anime and you feel like you need just a platform to get it out there, I mean, you know, yeah, holla at us. Come over to Lookout Records. We ain't gonna be out here dancing in the videos. And <laughs> yeah, we're talking about this shit for real. Yeah, so, you know, come on out to, you know, the Lookout. Um, if you're interested in joining the Discord, please hit us up. Absolutely. This is a very it's fun time. It, it's fun time. It's a very family-oriented Discord. If you're a fan of this podcast, if you're a fan of different other things, please make sure you join. Um, but until then, man, just the next time, stay ready, stay blessed, stay prepared, and you just have to look out. Bye.